I'm your host, Trevor Bowlers, and with my co-host, J.C. Moreau, we're going to take a parent's point of view um, around this whole world of recruiting. So in this episode, the point of view or the thing we're looking at is the big picture, a.k.a. getting your name out there, a.k.a. the word exposure. Right, J.C.? That's right. That's that's the, you know, we've, we talked about maybe the most important part of recruiting, the number one uh thing that needs to happen for you to get recruited is for coaches to know who you are. Well, so in, in that vein, we have the extreme example of this kid, Tyrese Johnson Fisher, a kid from England who ends up sending his film, never played football, played rugby, sends his film off to a German Elite 200 camp. The German guys liked him, so then they sent that off to Under Armour All-American. He gets now exposed and is in the States playing in the Under Armour All-America game with the top prospects in the country. And like you said, that is an extreme case because I heard a number the other day that kind of blew my mind and it was, uh, I don't remember the exact specifics, but of the you know, 1.8 million or whatever it was, higher than that possibly, uh, high school football players in America, that between the Army All-America game and the Under Armour All-America game, there's roughly 200 players selected. So just how exclusive of a group that is for somebody who's a non-football player to be invited to that event, uh, he obviously has some pretty special skills on the rugby field and then some pretty special tangibles, I'm guessing. Uh, Track speed, speed wise, yes. absolutely. You know, probably playing a running type position, running back or something where you can pick up the game rather quickly. It's not going to be a huge learning curve like if you're a D lineman or something like that or an right. offensive tackle. But, you know, going with that extreme example, he had the film to show people the film did show them something that made them take a second look and go in and do enough to research who he was that's exposure absolutely like we've talked about uh, again is if a coach doesn't know who you are if a school doesn't know who you are how are you going to even begin to be recruited by them and you live in areas uh, that aren't as heavily recruited you know more sparsely populated states like those in the north part of the midwest uh, in parts of the middle of the country they don't just find you. You need to put yourself out there and, and be seen. Well, and you, your example for for one case, like back in the 90s when you were trying to get your scholarship, you went places and put yourself in the type of events, the type of showcases that would expose coaches to you. Right. So, you know, one of it was getting film out there, and this is back in the VHS day, so that was a little more difficult. You had to physically mail the film out. Now that's a whole lot easier to do with the invention of huddle and, and email, <laughs> which sounds funny to even say, but uh, I don't know if there was even email then. Or it was just beginning. No, no, no email. Not and even email then. The internet had just uh, yeah. been invented or was you know, growing in popularity. But I would look up you know, camps and see who was at those camps, what coaches were at those camps, uh, to make sure I wasn't just going to go to a college camp that only had coaches from that school, that maybe it was a school that was above my, my playing ability. Because I identified at that point that I was probably an, an FCS to low division 1A, however you want to call that, uh, player. So where could I go where there was going to be several coaches from those levels at the camp and went to those camps? Well, and today, you know, there are some camps 
like Iowa's camp where the only coaches that are there are Iowa's coaches. However, you could get a look there from that school, right? And then there's camps like Northwestern's camp, which has several FCS-level MAC schools as well, taking a look at kids. However, sometimes you get lost in that big shuffle. So you also got to consider the amount of people competing for eyes. No question. I think uh, Michigan, I believe, still has the, the largest camp in the in the country, uh, numbers-wise, and they also have the largest numbers of coaches there from every level of school. Uh, what I've told kids that have gone to those camps is to make sure that they, without being too pushy, you need to be actively marketing yourself, whether right. it be you know, printing up some really basic, simple business cards, which is really cheap. Uh, you know, if you can get a hundred printed for. You know, 10 or 20 bucks, it, something where you're just going up and introducing yourself to coaches, but then, you know, that can be kind of a daunting task for a 16-year-old. Yeah. But if you're just standing there and hoping that, you know, these 50 coaches are going to see me when you're playing with your one position group for three days, you know, that's just not going to happen. But there is the example of, I mean, softball parents that I know that have spent money to head out to national level events. And they've gone there and come back kind of frustrated because they barely saw anyone there. There's also the example of um, a parent that I had just had a conversation with last week and her question was simply, should I even contact the coach with my film? If you've gotten to a point where you are interested in a school that you know that you're you know, realistically it, it, that level of, of athlete. Again, going back to that whole idea, identifying what level of competition you can realistically play at. You know, my Division Two player, my Division Three player, my Division One player. If so, am I, you know, top twenty-five kind of schools, or am I, you know, there's three hundred plus Division One schools. Where am I? Sending your film out to people, sending an email to the coach, uh, is absolutely one hundred percent. You recommended. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not going to uh, bother anybody. It, it may go at some bigger schools. It may go through a few people before it actually gets to the intended party. Um, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with reaching out to a coach. In fact, a lot of them, because they can't reach out to athletes until a certain age and time of year, that's the only way they can, can have any correspondence. Right, if, is if you make that contact right. first. So giving them the opportunity to see you, right, which... We've talked about this kind of quickly, but let's 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 dive into it. Today, you have Huddle, you have YouTube, um, you have other ways to put video out there. Which video, in many cases, in our seeing is believing world, is now the king of exposure. No question. Uh, and then there's all sorts of other ways on social media you can show different athletic traits. But just from a you know a playing standpoint in video, it isn't again, 1995, and having to make VHS copies. You, know, you have this awesome tool. And it, you know, we're limiting it to Huddle. There's other uh, software out there and apps and whatnot where you can, for specific sports, uh, I think Huddle does many of them, but or you know, there's various ways to get your video out to coaches so they can see it. And you know, just including a, you know, a, a short letter to express your interest because that's one of the biggest pet peeves, I think, of coaches is they'll show interest in a kid and the kid or their parent won't respond 
because they think they're being annoying or they think they're, you know, they're going to be a nuisance. And, and you can definitely take that too far and be annoying and be a nuisance. Right. But they don't know that you're interested until you say that you're interested. Correct. And, and when you even show that interest, sometimes it's not even the sport-specific example that they're looking for, right? Showing your capability in other sports, right, like your track times or even the fact that you can dunk if you can dunk or high jump, whatever, you know, in many cases can turn eyes and be like, hey, that's an athlete. We're looking for an athlete, you know. And I think that type of exposure is also important to, to show the other parts of what you can do. And that's where I've been very, my eyes have been open on social media to the value of that because we've had uh, some volleyball athletes, and this is just the first example that comes to mind, uh, but one in particular who was finally offered the scholarship by School X after the school seeing her doing a footwork drill in the training that we did. And it was, that's not why she got the scholarship, but they had some questions about this athlete's footwork, foot speed, agility, whatever it was, and some of these drills you know, exposed how strong she was in those areas. Uh, so it, being able to just show anything that you do athletically, you know, usually speed, agility, power, explosiveness, those sorts of things in any other venue, whether it be a, a weight room and a training setting and a, another sport, whatever it is, and then sending that stuff, you know, putting it on social media, but then, you know, tagging the schools that you're interested in or, you know, whatever the different avenue you're going to take is, but getting it out there, uh, you really can't do too much of it. As long as it shows you in a good light, you put it out there, put it out there, put it out there. I mean, again, it's marketing and, and branding 101, I guess. Mm -hmm. Now then, to, to, to move forward in the discussion, there are recruiting services out there that will tell you that they can get you exposure, right? And there are a lot of people that say they've had success using these services when they're in areas or when they're in a situation where they might not be the prototype. They're, they don't have all the tangibles, but somebody might be looking for just a pure athlete and maybe willing to take a, take a chance. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's the only reason you would use a recruiting service because they give you a lot of tools. They give you a lot of emails right, of which to send your video out to coaches and, and opportunities like that. Um, but at what level, you know, do you think recruiting services come into play in this exposure thing? I think once you've identified that, as we've talked about, that you're going to, you want to play college athletics and you've identified perhaps what level you realistically can play at and you want a certain amount, you know, and you've identified that you are willing to go outside your geographical, you know, area, whatever the, the area you live in, and you need assistance, you know, beyond that, because I don't think that the, I think the, the huge benefit of a lot of those recruiting services is all the secondary stuff you just mentioned, and not, you know, the fact that they're going to send your film out to coaches is not always the most helpful part of it. It's more that they give you all these other resources, perhaps guide you along in the process, perhaps help you in that evaluation of of yourself, contact information and stuff so that you can reach out and do some things yourself. To me, that's uh, the real value add of, of what a lot of those services offer. But if, you know, until you've identified that you w you're willing to go, you know, maybe outside your region, national, whatever it is, that you want additional exposure. Because if you're not willing to travel, I mean, to go to college outside of, you know, whatever, 300 miles from your house, you probably don't need that much assistance. Uh, True. 
True. Um, so then, if we're looking at the whole exposure picture, right, comes back to film, okay, get it out there. Get it, first of all. Collect <laughs> get, it. Get, get it, yes. <laughs> Collect it. Um, the, the more reputable source of the film, you know, your national recruiting bodies or your national timing bodies, where, you know, being at a national event, being present, shooting out the fact that you're at the national event or the regional event, and, uh, and, and then getting information from those credible people that people say, oh, well, that's a time from here, or that's a com com competitive, a competition from there, like being in Vegas during the big basketball time, AAU time in the summertime, and and putting out that you're you know you were a double double guy all all camp or all tournament, you know what I mean, making an all tournament team in one of those big Vegas tournaments, those things can definitely help your exposure being in those areas, and I think that's what you're saying. You want you in 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 order to get the type of exposure you're looking for, you have to be willing to some degree to put yourself out there. Oh, so the kids that are top-level recruited, that's not even true. The kids that are just, they get recruited by schools outside of their geographical area, when they're from an area like in Iowa or these sparsely populated states where schools aren't sending their coaches to recruit during those times of year when they can do so. You have to be on a, a club team that goes to compete at events that are recruited, or you need to get yourself at individual you know, invite-type camps. Every sport's a little bit different than how you know, football has those types of combine showcases. Baseball has those. Softball has some of those. But get to those events, and like you said, which events you go to matters a lot because some of them nobody's terribly going to care if you ran this time. But at some of those events, if you run this time, jump this high, whatever the case may be, uh, throw this velocity, that's a very nationally reputable source, and you can use that in your further exposure marketing efforts. Absolutely. So... Take away from this, get your film out there. You know, use the tools that are available to you. Use your huddle film, use your YouTube film, use um, whatever, Vimeo, whatever is popular with you. Um, set up your social media, you know, get your Facebook profile set up, get your um, Instagram profile or your um, Twitter profile set up. Get those things out there. Um, be willing to put yourself out there because again, it is a marketing aspect. And the last part is um, go and research because there are options out there. There are events out there that would put you and pit you against competition, right? And showing up, <laughs> one will quickly tell you at what level that you're out at, you know, and give you some idea of what level you're at. Um, and two, will give you an experience, you know, as to help you with your training to get to that high level if that's your desire. At the end of the day, you know, realistically, and I think we both understand this uh, very very well, this, there's a cost involved. I mean, there's a, an investment involved in uh, attending a lot of these events, and it's not an insignificant uh, amount of, of money, and that, that's a real, uh, you know, I don't want to say concerned. For some, it's a concern. For some, it's a. You seem to be smart about it. I mean, not everybody has the disposable income to just attend whatever event. So you know, it's obviously, just wise, just like you would do if you were going to buy a, make any other purchase, a major purchase. You would do your research. You know, do your homework about the camps, the showcases, the college camps, and see who's going to be there, which ones are best suited for you, which ones are going to give you the type of exposure you need. 
so that you're, and, and ultimately, which ones will give you the best experience? Uh, because at the end of the day, there should be a, an experience had at, at those events. But you know, do your homework. Again, it goes back to that. The information's out there if you want to go find it. Absolutely. Well, good luck with your recruiting. This has been Recruiting Real Talk. If you like what you heard, give us a like, drop us a comment, even ask us a question. We'll do our best to answer and all, and we appreciate you listening. Till next time.